I guess they thought, you know, we was going to hide today. It's still a uh, warrior nation, dub nation, and nothing changed. Uh, let's start out today by shouting out the people. I uh, appreciate the feedback I've been giving. appreciate the love. Um, want to specifically... Oh, my fucking earphones coming back too strong. Turn me down. I want to specifically start by shouting out, you know, the different locations that's been showing love. And I want to um, be on this live vegan stuff for real. Like, you know, people be asking, like, yeah, you really live that? I see you really on that. You know, that's good, you know, because coming from the inner city environment, we don't really see, you know, people practicing these things. But as I said, as the Internet is becoming more popular, the YouTube, the Google, people are starting to utilize uh, these sources and mediums to to be more productive in one of the ways that, I've started using it is is to get more healthy because it just helps in all aspects of life. It helps how I think. You know, I don't really get. I notice a lot of us, you know, get into depression states and you know go through the ups and downs because because it, most of the time it's the environment we're in. But a lot of the times we can learn how to control that and not be a product and not uh, let it affect us in the worst way by changing the small things. So one of the ways that I'm choosing to be more productive is putting the right things in my body. So that's why I try to shout out different places. If you're in the area, if you're in the Cleveland area, I try to give you different places you can go along with different things that you can pick up, you know, at, your, at Walmart, Target, or, or whatever, grocery, Whole Foods, wherever you go. I try to give you different products that you can maybe start on a journey because you might be inspired to do so. But yeah, this Live Vegan is for real. It's something I'm really living. Uh, what I want the listeners to do just starting out early on, I want you to, sh- uh, well, first let me do this, uh, shout out Florida, Michigan, the Netherlands, California, Virginia, Russia, Germany, New York, the UK, Belgium, France, Italy, Switzerland, Israel, and of course, Ohio, um, you know, I appreciate all the love I've been getting from those places, if, uh, you've been tuning in from there, I ask uh, you to continue to tune in. If you think somebody else will enjoy it, you know, put them on to it. But what I want from you guys to do is I want you to uh, look up, if you don't know yet, look up a, a, a vegan or a vegetarian-friendly restaurant in your area. So if you're and you call them from somewhere else and you know some place that you go to, uh, look up a place and I want you to comment it. And then after you comment the name of the place, comment uh, where you're from. So somebody else might be listening from the same location that you're at. And they, you just put them on to a new place they can go to. Or I might end up traveling or somebody listening might end up traveling to where you're at. And now they know a vegan restaurant they can go to. So that's what I want all the listeners to do. Uh, I said the tip of the day. Something I be on a lot of times, especially when I go to Crew House. Uh, shout out more. Me and him definitely be on the Dandelion Root Tea. Uh, shout out him and all the group. The, the the Geek Chronicles podcast. Make sure y'all check that out. 
You can go on coloredradio.com and find Ma's uh, social network information. Uh, that the the dandelion tea for me it just it gives me energy. Like I cannot eat nothing all day when I if I drink this tea. It's dandelion root. Dandelion root tea. Google that right now. Google that dandelion root tea. I'm gonna give you a few seconds. All right, yeah. Look up the effects and all that. But it, for me, it gives me energy. And I want you to uh, go to colorradio.com. Uh, look up Ma's uh, Twitter. And I want you to ask, you know, ask, ask them how, how's, you know, what's up with the tea? Am I really just talking? Because I think a lot of people might think, you know, oh, y'all just tripping about y'all don't like that vegan stuff for real. But I, you know, ask them every time do I, when I pull up, what I got, I got the dandelion root tea. I remember last time I was over there, or the time before the last time, uh, he had just came back from hooping early in the day. He was tired of shit. They drank some of the tea, went back out, pulling up from forty, dunking on everybody in there. He wasn't doing all that, but. You know, he was ready to get back out there. So shout out to Dandelion Root. Shout out Maul. Shout out to Geek Chronicles. Uh, shout out Amber. Uh, one thing I think, especially in this society, we don't pay attention to that, you know, behind every great movement, you got to have a woman who focused, who, you know, got that energy, who, you know, who got her head on, on right straight. And she got that type of good energy, just, you know, just different from most. And, you know, I, I definitely seen the color radio movement go to the next level since she start p putting her input and 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 coming onto the scene so shout out to her shout out more marge always been official real definitely a real one we got a project coming up soon a smoke project teaching chong look out for that we just building up i just ain't been smoking drinking or none of that i really been on this vegan lifestyle so <clears throat> just getting back in that state getting back in that space don't take me a little bit i just been creating outside and you know Warming up, warming up with all of these uh, undefeated at home. Make sure you go check that out too. Make sure you should go check out the I Still Love You EP. A shout out Juice, Juice. You know, kept 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 pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. Even when us as as the artists, you know, stopped working and stopped putting out music, he still kept pushing and and build and building to where we're at today. And and that's that's really how this thing is. Uh, constantly keep progressing because you got to have somebody that's behind the scenes. You know, everybody can't be up front. And, and, and without a great team, you know, you might have individuals that come to the front, like Kendrick. You might have Drake. You might Cole. But all of them going to tell you they cannot get to where they're at without a great team. You know, it's always people behind the scenes who you don't see is doing the little things that, that make it possible for them to be who they are so you know if you got a team even if you're a part of a movement make sure you shouting your team out and letting everybody around you know that they appreciate it you know that's part of uh being a good team member being a good leader that's you know things that i talk about with with steph and all that like just for teams it's not that i'll be knocking anything i just want really more so if you listening it's something little that you can pick up and i understand that you know the uh the music the voice recordings, all that. These are things that's going to be around for years, years, and years. So if we, um, I think we all just need to be conscious of what we're putting out to to the universe. You know, that's why sometimes I'll be talking, I stumble a little bit, because I'm thinking, I'm always keeping in mind that, you know, this is something that's going to impact somebody's lives and what type of impact do I want to have. So I don't want to say the wrong thing to, you know, offend nobody or put out that wrong type of message. I always want something positive to get from a situation. So yeah, shout out to Geek Chronicles podcast. Make sure y'all go check that out. You know, they always something new, something going on in the city. Uh, what's going on in pop culture? You know, they definitely 
the best in the city with that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. This this what really made me start messing with Steph. Cause I uh I was on Financial Juneteenth. That's uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins' website, and I was you know, looking through it, and I had got hip to because I'm into the roots of my culture, you know, which if you start studying here history, you know that all civilization begins in Africa, but um when I seen that he donates for every three that he makes, he donates three nets to Africa. And what the nets do, they protect the kids from malaria. And malaria is it's a big epidemic going on there. We really got it's it's two hundred ten million cases of malaria a year in Africa, and most of it affects kids under five, and it's the leading cause of of children death over there. So when they're asleep, the the mosquitoes don't come out during the day because of the sun. But when they're asleep at night, the mosquitoes were biting them, so the nets cover the bed, so the mos it prevents the mosquitoes from getting in. And what got him hip to it was. He he was visiting Tanzania in one of the refugee camps, and sixty-two thousand of sixty-eight thousand people had malaria. You know, so he brought uh, thirty-eight thousand during that trip, and for every three that he makes, he donates three three nets. So, uh, you know, that's something that just stood out to me. I I think, like I said, I said once again, we got to start pointing out the good that these athletes and entertainers are doing because a lot of times it's only focused on what they're doing on the court. Or if they get into a negative situation, but we need to start highlighting the good that goes on in the world as well. And you can check out, you can make a donation and be a part of that if you go to nothingbutnets.net. I think it's a good cause. Uh, I think the least donation you make is $10. So if you can give $10, you, you're making a difference for someone around the world. Uh, shout out to the WNBA. You know, I, I love what they do. It's a fundamental game. Uh, I think it was 20 or 25 years they've been around now. Uh, I still miss the Rockers. I remember the last game we went to. It was uh my it actually it was the last year I was playing playing basketball organized. As sent out of wishes, uh, my coach ended up taking us, and we were sitting in the press box for the game. So, you know, I, you know, I missed that that era of the Cleveland Rockers. Uh, but uh, shout out to them. The Lynx won last night. They went to eight. No, they started off slow too. You know, they was they was scared me early on. My was flat. I think it was like zero and nine start. You know, Griner was getting them in foul trouble, all that. And uh, the Sparks played, too. Candace Parker. Candace Parker. Candace Parker was balling last night. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think one way to stay tuned, I think the problem why we don't stay tuned, because it's not like they talk about it all the time on First Take or any of the other uh, sports shows that we watch. It's not like you really know when it's coming on TV. But I think a way that we can stay in tune, the way the Internet has um, pushed – just like how I can get in tune with the vegan movement and all that, because we're on social network, we can stay in tune with the WNBA and stuff like that. So just to show support to them, you know, try to at least follow a player, Maya Moore, Candace Parker, uh, Skylar Diggins, even if you just want to look at her, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, or try to find a player, try to find a team, follow them on Twitter or whatever social network you're on. And, you know, just try to stay updated and stay in tune on the different games. I know the next big game that's coming up is June 21st and June 24th. It's going to be Maya Moore versus Candace Parker, and that should be a, a good game. Hopefully both of them can stay undefeated so it can it, it can get the proper marketing. 
and one of them takes their first loss when they end, end up meeting up. Uh, Father's Day is coming up soon. Um, I know I shout out the Alicia Keys movement on the last sportscast, the no makeup movement. But one thing that stood out to me that I forgot to say, fathers, make sure you're telling your daughter how beautiful she is. Every day she should walk out the house knowing that she's beautiful, you know, just, just feeling that sense of love, feeling that sense of beauty. The first person that should be telling her that is you because then she won't go looking elsewhere for that for that uh, validation. She won't go looking from the world. You know, one, if she's getting it at home, the world won't have to tell her, and it's going to prevent her from doing a lot of things later on. So if you take care of, the you know, the kids young, you give them the, the love young, and later on, you won't have to worry about the certain uh, things that I know I, that, that I wouldn't want for my daughter later on in life. So one of my ways from prevention is giving early on. Uh, another thing, same thing with your, with your women, with your wife, with your girlfriend. Make sure you're telling her how beautiful she is. Because if you're not, she's going to start seeking that validation from the rest of the world. You know, that that's another one of the problems. You know, society, what society thinks only matters if... In the home base, in that um, primary family base, if they're not getting that, that's when your kids, when your girl, when your, you know, whatever, whatever, whoever's close to you, when they go seeking the validation from the world, they're not getting it from that close base. So the women in your lives, make sure you uh, tell them how, remind them how beautiful they are because they do so much for us. Um, let's see what else. Anybody else we should shout out? Uh, I say the service. I say the service. I think the military is underrated. And I'm ta not talking about uh the the active combat, but more so the Navy, Coast Guards, and the Air Force. The Air Force specifically, I think that if you can score high enough on the ASVAB, if you're young and you're getting ready to graduate, or you you might be in your early twenties, you might be lost right now. I don't know what you're gonna do. If you don't have a record and you can go score high enough on your ASVAB, try to get in. If you can get in the Air Force, get in the Air Force, but not try the Navy or Coast Guards. Because I think something that, I think the narrative that's constantly pushed on TV and just the, the, the norm of society is, you know, you want to say, oh, my, you know, parents, parents, grandparents, they try to pressure the situation into, oh, my kid goes here, you know, to this university, this, this, and that. But, you know, that's pushed because, it's two things you don't want to do. You know, there's things that I learned, and and if I can go back, I would start over and I would go to the military. And I would do so because in those four years, I can accomplish so much more. And, like, say if I went, in those four years, I could have my degree. I could be then stacked up a certain amount of money. I could have rank if I wanted to decide to stay in. I have work experience, and I'll be debt-free. There's nothing better than being debt-free. We're in a society that uh, constantly, uh, somewhat puts us in this type of rat race because we end up getting in debt or maybe you end up um you get sometimes other ways we get put behind the ball is you know we get in these relationships early and we end up having kids and we're not really knowledgeable of what we're doing because and it's nothing wrong if you have a kid I'm not knocking that I'm just saying if you don't get, give yourself that time you know really think about what you're doing before you make a decision like that because even at 24, you know, I'm still need time for me. You know, I'm not ready for to be thinking about someone else first. And, you know, I know people in those situations, they say they love their kids, but they wish that, that they could have waited a little bit longer because now, you know, it just makes it 
a little bit harder where for you know somebody like me who's single don't have kids i can just think about me first so it gives me a little bit more leeway when i make certain mistakes you know and, and when you have that other person if you're a responsible parent you got to always put that child child first you know and and as you should but if you're not in that position yet you know try to think about that try to think about that be smart hold off and it's not even even if i was all the way financially straight even at, i still wouldn't want kids at this point because it's still me time in my head i think around 28 29 30 you know 31 around then would be a better time because then you had enough time to self but you know until then you know, you know the thought process behind it is getting financially straight and just getting to the point where I've had enough time on me. And, you know, that's when I'll go into making a decision like that. So definitely consider the military if, you know, you, you, you're, whether you're around my age and you're still trying to decide what to do, you know, it gives you an option. Even if you're in debt, you don't have to go in any more debt. Sometimes there are uh, programs, forgiveness programs that you can get into when you get in there. Um, and then if you're going further in your, if you're trying to go further in your profession, you're not going to go in any more debt. You know, that's the big thing, you know, debt-free work experience and then a the discipline that you're going to get along with going in there and just the respect for serving your country. I think it's a lot of good that comes from that. And you get to travel the world. You get to travel, you get to see new things. It gets you outside of that box. And you know, I spoke on the last episode. It's very important to travel because you begin to look at life differently it just helps you grow and, and become a more complete person. So definitely look into the military. Shout out to the Navy, Army, Air Force, Marines, uh, Coast Guards. I mean, you might be somebody who want, who want the combat. For me and, you know, people around me, they're not really trying. You know, we didn't been in combat in, in the city. So we had enough of that. We just really trying to um, be on a more positive tip right now. So if you're a like, like-minded individual, definitely look into that. If you're lost right now, you're trying to figure out what you're going to do, look into service and trades. Trades is another thing. If maybe you want to stay in your home, your, your local area, try to find something in a community college where if you can get a, a scholarship there and get a trade paid for, that's another good thing. Um, just the small things to, you know, while you're stuck in the environment, a lot of times, you know, mental illness is overlooked. You know, try to talk to somebody, you know what I mean? Just, just, just don't get too tough for yourself and where you can't talk to your friends. If you feel that you can't talk to your friends and they're not going to respect where you're coming from, they're not, they're not really your friends. You know, that's a lot of times where we see people lashing out and, you know, getting into a lot of these situations because they're really hurting. They're going through stuff, but they just don't have nobody to talk to. So a lot of times they don't even take going to talk to a professional because at the end of the day, all they are are people who just study books over a period of time and you know they study different situations but you know everybody know that person in the in one of their friends who everybody goes to talk to you know that they, they're just as been through because at the end of the day it's about what you've been through if you got a lot of experiences then no matter if you got a piece of paper to validate it or not you you're going to have just as much knowledge because that's what life is about it's, it's experiences like i've always felt older behind beyond my years because of the environment i grew up in and it it forces most of us to grow and i've been in a bunch of different type of situations so you know I, I could be this age but i you know mentally i'm really at a different point 
that's how I always feel. And that's what people around me always say, hey, man, you sound like you about 40 or something. Like, but it's just about experiences, you know? So don't ever just base something on age. Don't think somebody younger than you can't tell you something because if they've been, it's not about, you could be 40 and you ain't been through nothing. So it's not really too much information. You're going to be able to, they're going to be able to offer somebody. But if you're 16 and you done been through a lot, it's something that I can learn from you. You know, I want to hear everything you got to say. I don't, I'm not big me love you. I'm always trying to learn. So always be open to learning. I'm not dodging. You know, just in case y'all think I'm trying to hold off the spine. The spine is a little long because I'm dodging because the Warriors lost. No, I'm not dodging. If you go back and you go check out the first podcast, go check out the second podcast. I've been gay to cast the game plan. I mean, really, I'm starting to feel like I should be a coach or something, you know, more often because I, I'm, how am I seeing it earlier than everybody, you know? They getting paid the, the millions, but I'm giving the game plan early. What'd I say? What was the biggest difference? What, you know, what did y'all really peak? They came out, and who did they go to? LeBron. What did I say they need to do? I said, don't focus on love. Don't focus on Kyrie. I said, focus on LeBron because if you get LeBron going early, Everything else will open up. Everything that everybody else do will maximize. And when LeBron gets going, he gets everybody else going. And especially in the home environment. What happened? LeBron got going. Guys start rebounding more. Rebounding was the biggest difference. And it's the effort plays. It's, it, because like I say, you take your big brother to a fight and he gets off. And it's hard that you're going to whoop somebody too. But if he gets knocked out, chances are. You're not going to show up and do what you would normally do because, you know, it's, it's, it's more mental. You know, it becomes, like I say, it's about the small things where you get to this point and, and the edge that, that gives the Cavs a chance to compete every time is if you get LeBron going in whatever way possible. But especially in a hometown environment, if you can get him them dunks and slams, you're going to get the crowd behind you. And along with, you know, it's like your big brother came, knocked somebody out, and then you got a crowd around you, everybody screaming, world star, you know, so that's that type of environment, you know, and it's just going to get everybody hyped. So everybody maximized their talent. Tristan getting to the boards, JR started eventually hitting, Kyrie started doing what he does. Everybody was hustling to the 50-50 balls. And the Warriors just, they did everything. And go listen to what I kept saying. Even when they was winning, I said, the Warriors won, but what? They need to stop doing the fancy, sloppy type passes. And this time they caught up to them. They come out sloppy and they come out jittery. You know, even in the, even in the games that they won, the first quarter, I think the Cavs was up last first quarter. Even the game did game two, the Cavs was up. Same thing. They come out jittery. They come out taking bad shots, and that that's not what you at home. You can get away with it because you got that extra. You gonna get some energy from your crowd, but on the road. That's not what you do, but one of the things I want to pinpoint, I mean, the Cavs out-rebounded them, I think it was 52 or 54 to 32. I mean, something crazy like that. And, and, and it just came from you let them impose their will early. Like, yeah, it was 52 to 32. So, I mean, you just, you come out. I mean, it, 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 it was times where Clay on the side, Kyrie checking them. And he just takes the like a fadeaway. Like, what are you doing? I mean, guys were shooting seventy-two percent when Kyrie's checking. You take him to the hole. What's that barbecue chicken? All every time. If I got Kyrie on me, and you anybody but Curry, 
I mean, even Curry, like, drive. Like, Curry, one thing I think he need to add to his game to, to take him to that next level, go watch some AI film. Go watch some AI film because it shouldn't, even though you're smarter, like, it's three guys in history that, like, that I watched that were unstoppable. And this is one of the reasons why, outside of LeBron being a front runner, but it's the he's one of the guys. You know, you six foot eight, you fast as shit, you strong as shit. Jump out, you jump out the gym like you got a high IQ. But even besides the IQ, that's that's what passed. I'm just talking about as an individual, unstoppable. And LeBron's one. LeBron, Shaq, and Allen Iverson are three players that I watch that you just can't stop. You know, if they. They can stop themselves, but you can't stop them. When you're throwing in the shack, there's nothing you can do. You got either five, five, hack a shack. You know, you had to hack a shack. With AI, even though he was small, it wasn't like you could just crowd him like how you can do stuff and, and, and take him out the game. Because, you know, he's blowing by you. He, ju- he, he jumped. He's more, it was more athletic than Steph, and he had more of that grit at the hook. But more, it was really more the athletic. I can't say that Steph ain't got the, the grit. He just don't jump as high as AI, and AI had them long arms. So, when he went to the hole, it wasn't just like he was going to block him or, you know, crowd. You couldn't crowd A out. He was going to take you to the hole, get the foul. If he didn't get the foul, he was going to make the shot. You know, it, 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 he imposed, he was a, a big man and a little man body. Well, nothing you can do with him. Shaq, the same thing. He just, he just big as hell. Like, you know, nothing you can do with some, somebody that big that was as skilled as he was. And in his younger days, he, he was putting it on the floor and all that. So, them the three guys. And that's why when LeBron gets, came at, LeBron gets the, Lander that he does because of he hasn't even ever reached the 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 full potential of what he can do. LeBron can average forty if he attacked the whole like how if you watch the old Jordan films and if you remember Vic Vince Carter how they used to just go in and you know you not stop I'm 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 slamming on everybody. If he had that type of mentality, just running through every time, getting it going early every time, he gonna he would snatch. It's nothing you would be able to do. You're going to have to foul him every time. If he just had attack, 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 took everything out of his mind, LeBron would be impossible to guard. And that's a lot of times why people get upset. And I know right now everybody like, you know, Curry only took 13 shots and he only had 19. Why he don't get the same type of slant as LeBron? Once again, he never said he was Jordan. You know, he said these, LeBron came out. Would put number 23 on. LeBron came out stood in the Jordan shoe. LeBron said he was going to win seven, eight champions. LeBron put the Jordan pressure on himself. Steph Curry never did that. And along with that, Steph Curry's not a number one pick. Steph Curry wasn't the chosen one. Nobody expected Steph Curry to be what Steph Curry has made it to. So if he doesn't, he doesn't. But if he doesn't, it's not like he ever said he was going to. You know, it's just anything that he's doing is a bonus at this point because he never said it. And you know he doesn't have that pick of the of the number one guy. He wasn't the big guy in college. You know he wasn't didn't go to the big school. It's not that same type of pressure. He comes from Davidson. He's a number seven pick. So even when he does bad, it's not gonna be the same thing as when LeBron does bad because the same thing. Kobe got the same pressure once he starts saying that he was better than Jordan and stuff. Don't forget that. Now Kobe had the same amount like far as being the chosen one coming out. And you know he came in coming off the bench. But when he started talking that Jordan talk. Especially when Shaq left, remember, everybody was slandering Kobe. Oh, you know, what is he going to do? Can he win without Shaq? Kobe can't win. You know, that's all you heard. Kobe got a lot of, you know, flat foot when he started talking that. So when you put that type of pressure on you, 
you're going to get different a different response from the people when you lose, you know. So it's not really as much of a hate thing as it is the greatness that you know. You know, like I said, there's only three players that I know that, that were really unstoppable, AI, LeBron, and Shaq. And, and we've seen all, Shaq and AI really maximize that. We haven't really seen, even as great, LeBron has done great things, arguably the most talented in history. But, you know, with, with, with great talent comes great responsibility, and we still haven't seen the maximization of that. Did he do great? Yeah, he came out and did what he was supposed to do. He came out, attack, 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 which should have been a game plan from the beginning. But, you know, sometimes it takes time. We all make mistakes, even even the great ones. So he did what he was supposed to do. You know, salute LeBron. You know, we, we, we even give him... We, We'll give him a clap, you know. We clapping for him, but at the end of the day, series still two one. You know, so it's it's not nothing to overreact to if you if you are uh, the Warriors. I definitely would say that you know I'm disappointed, and on a different level, in Steve Kerr and Steph Curry because I, I think one thing I I would like I think in the next. 20 years to 15 years, I think you're going to see the best coaches in the next 20 to 15 years, the, the video game generation. I say that because a lot of us play ball, and along with that, we play 2K. So we've seen every type of scenario. We, we know how to maximize every player. Like, especially right now, everybody who has 2K done played this Cavs, Warrior. You know, every time you done play somebody, you know, the mo probably most common game is the Cavs, Warrior. So if you have somebody on your sideline who – you know, the, it should be the assistant, assistant coach, or the prerequisite for the assistant coach to lead. You know, you got some knowledge in two because it's, it's different things that you're gonna see that the guy who doesn't do that won't see because they, you know, they haven't these experiences has hasn't played themselves out yet. But you've seen every type of scenario. Like I was going back to game one, I'm not surprised by Steph being neutralized because what did I say? I said I even one of my strategies was to come out benching Steph because once they start crowding them, it just messes up the whole offense. It makes everything go wrong, and those were the times I got blown up. When I bench Steph and put Sean Livingston in, everything becomes more efficient, you know, and that was one of the things that I, I started paying attention to. And the other thing was be the two-second rule. If you're going to keep him in the game, as soon as he comes down the court, I would have him getting rid of the ball. You know, you don't keep the ball in his hands a long time because – you know what teams got to do? They go to that Miami Heat trap. That's what the Cavs are doing. They go to Miami Heat trap, put that extra pressure on the crowd, Steph, and then it makes everything else a rush. And you don't need to rush, especially when you're on the road, because when you rush, you start to make mistakes. So I would get the ball out of his hand quick and have him playing off ball. And a lot of times you just wait. You don't have to go to Steph. You don't have to just have him making shots just to prove that you can. No, if they want to focus on Steph like that, Oh, you let Steph just be out there and be a decoy. But the one thing that you focus on on the road, you attack, you attack, you attack. And when you start attacking, you're going to get fouls, you're going to get free throws, and eventually it's going to open up where they start pulling off Steph. And when they stop thinking about Steph because other things are working, you start kicking it to Steph, and that's when Steph is going to get going. Like, it's not rocket science. You know, if you if you play 2K, you know what I'm talking about, and you really play with the Warriors, you done seen this. When they they want to you know they 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 checking you full court they bringing a double and if you keep trying to go to it you know it just messes everything else up and and what we've seen tonight happens but when you get the ball out of his hand or you start Livingston 
like I said, with Livingston, you're going to get higher percentage shots, and it's going to help you on defense because you can switch a little more to things. Another thing, they went away from attacking the ball. You know, they start going to what other teams do, you know, following LeBron or just giving up with LeBron and Kyrie gets a hold. But I don't even really speak of Kyrie and all that because none of that happens if you don't let LeBron get going early. Like I said, you bring the double team. Anytime he goes for the poster or anytime he's attacking, you bring that help. Don't show respect to the three because your main focus need to be stop LeBron because if you kill his moral and everybody else's moral falls. You know, everything that they start doing great, they don't start doing great. So the first focus always need to be proud LeBron, make LeBron uncomfortable and attack the ball. That's what they went away from. When he, when, he, when he was bringing it to the hole and he had it low, everybody was reaching low. When he had the ball high, everybody was reaching high for the block. You got to go back to that. And, and, and maybe even consider putting a Brandon Rusher or Ian Clark and guys and Harrison Barnes. I'll go to Harrison Barnes early. The first three shots would be a Harrison, Harrison, excuse me, Harrison Barnes attacking the rim because Harrison Barnes came on and he played the game the right way. I don't think anybody else show, showed up properly. I would run some stuff with uh, Clay Thompson in the post and don't just fade. Don't shoot just because you can shoot. Don't take, especially not on the road. At home, you can get away with a little more. But when you're on the road, it's about smart play. The next game, Warriors come out, take care of the basketball. I've been saying this on the, even the ones that they won. Stop make, doing these fancy passes. I watched Iguodala try to make a, a crazy pass twice over, like Fry block it back in his hand. He tried to throw it right. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Sometimes boom, he blocked it the first time. As soon as he would block the back, you drive. You know what I mean? Like drive, drive. Like I mean, they acting like it's some type of force field going on where they can't drive, where they just have to take the bad shot. You're not at home. When you're on the road, you want to win at the line. Get everybody in foul trouble. Slow the game down. Take smart shots. And, and, and Steph Curry, you might not do it this series, but watch some AI film. Watch how AI used to come with that side layup. You know, where you had to smack his hand or he was just going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch that. Like, it's just a small thing. But you don't even need to do that. I mean, Curry can just be a decoy because the difference is the Cavs need LeBron to win. The Warriors don't need Steph Curry to beat Cleveland. And that's why it's not that same type of attack either. You don't need Curry to have a big game to beat the Cavs. All you have to do is play smart and hustle. Don't. Come out and beat yourself. And that's what I felt like happened early on. And just, just the whole, after a while, it just got out of hand. And it, like, but, but ultimately, I feel like the Warriors beat themselves. If, if they're playing their game, they, I don't think the Cavs can beat them. But they can come out and beat themselves. But like if both teams are at their best, you know, if both teams are playing their game. Because like I said, the reason why I felt fucked the way of the Cavs I did, because the Cavs, when they lost, they didn't lose doing anything that wasn't no only thing that they wasn't hustling the same way, but they weren't hustling the same way because like I said, if LeBron's not going, then nobody else is really gonna get that same type of effort. You know, you can snatch their heart if you take out LeBron. You know, so that's not a surprise. And as far as the offense, they were doing what they was doing when they were successful. One and one and kick out. Everybody know that's Cavaliers basketball. And it wasn't like they wasn't getting to the hole or getting, you know, the Warriors were just playing great. You know, if you come to the hole and I'm going straight up with you and you miss that, I'm stopping you. You know, you playing your game, but I'm stopping you. But, you know, when you come and, and if I'm making just, just retard, you know, you know when you're playing, even if you're a 2K player, you know when you're just making stupid passes and, you know, you're taking some shots that you ain't had to take and stuff like that. You know that this 
you know, and the motherfucker might be, he might be talking crazy, like, yeah, like he really beating you, but you know in your head, like you beating yourself. You know, so I had times like, you know, the other guy just celebrating and stuff like that, but I'm thinking to my, okay, wait till next game, because you know when somebody really beats you and you know it's the difference between when you beat yourself. And I feel like they really came out and, and beat themselves because they ain't followed the game plan, which they had been doing, and that was some other LeBron. And we, and because if you, like I said, that's going to open up everything if you don't. You know what I'm saying? It's really a, a small few things that you have to do to come out and adjust this next game. I definitely think it's very winnable. I think they're going to understand what happened, and I think they're going to make the adjustment. I, I think what stood out to me was when LeBron blocked Steph Curry layup when it was it was like almost going to commercial or something like that, and I think you've pissed them off. You know, now I think they, they're going to go to the locker room and they really gonna see, you know, okay, you know, it's that it's like that person you know you can beat, and you might not have have came out on your A one, but now you're gonna be real focused, you know. If you had was nervous, because now you so mad that you you know like man, I can't wait till I see you next time, and I think it's gonna be that type of attitude, and and we're gonna see a similar type of result. I believe the next game will be about a, a 10, 10, 12 point warrior win. I think they they're smart enough to adjust. You know they should they should know what they did did wrong. It's not nothing to, you know, where I would worry about. You know, just come out and give the effort. The fifty fifty plays. You know, if 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 they beat you fifty two to thirty two on the boards, you you didn't come out giving effort. And, and and you know a lot of that came from them being at home and LeBron getting and going early. So that's basically the narrative of the story. Um, let's see, get the fans out of time. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. We can move away from that, but moving into the future, I think two things I want to propose. And, you know, I want to know what people think about this. Let me know if you agree or not. And you can comment, you know, just say, yeah, that's a good idea or that's not. The best 16 teams. I think they need to go to the best 16 teams because I don't think you should reward losing. You know, I don't think just because you're in the Eastern Conference, and you, but if you have a lose record, that you should still make the playoffs because you're sending a bad ex- message to the kids out there watching that you can still get rewarded for losing, and you're also hurting the conference, the integrity of the league because, you know, at the end of the day, it's about winning. You know, like why are you getting rewarded a chance to win a championship when there's somebody on the other side who has handled their business. And they have a winner record out west, but this team has a losing record. But just because they're in the east, they're making the playoffs. So I think you will raise the level of play if you start asking more. And along with that, if you stop this lottery thing, I don't think the lottery should give more lottery balls to the most lose the team who loses the most. So I understand the idea behind it, the re re uh revamp franchises and all that. But a lot of times. You just end up seeing the same team in the lottery over and over and over again. Like, if we didn't get LeBron, we'd be back in the lottery. We had, like, three, four straight years. The Timberwolves, now they're, they're on their way up. And then it's also an unfair advantage because you can just keep losing, keep losing, keep losing. That's what I'm seeing now. And and, and I think a lot of teams, you're going to start seeing these teams going to be super stacked. I mean, because the Timberwolves, I mean, they got so much talent on that team. A lot of you guys don't watch college basketball. But if you start looking, like, from top, not just the top guys, but – Guys that come off the bench, you know, these was big-time players in college. And I don't think that's fair that you should get rewarded once again for losing. I think everybody should get 
you know, we should, and we don't know if you, if, if, if the drag is rigged, the draft is rigged, rigged or not. We don't know that. So I think if they just put, I think it's 32 teams. So you put 32 balls and we watch them put, put the balls in, you know, they break them out the pack, put it on their TV and everybody has an equal chance. And I think that prevents taking. So if you put the best 16 teams in the playoffs and you end the lottery, you have a more competitive NBA because now there's no incentive to lose. Stop giving these teams incentives to lose. Don't reward losing. And another thing I think that lottery thing, the, the draft thing would do, so say if the Cavs and the Warriors ended up with the number one pick, now you get to see the top player in college because a lot of times we don't even get to see them till they're, you know, they're about two, three, four, or five years in the league. But we get to see them earlier and on good teams. And you're going to save a lot of guys' careers because now everybody isn't just going to go to a bad team. A lot of times you can have a very good player go to a bad situation and they can lose their confidence on a bad team or in a bad situation. You know, I know a lot of guys who could really ball, but they just went to a bad situation. They lost their confidence. And by the time they got the opportunity, they just wasn't the same player. And we know in this, in the pros, when you make it to the next level, it's a lot about confidence, you know. So I think it's just beneficial all the way around. You have a more competitive league. Uh, there'll be a possibility for seeing some of the best players on the best teams. And, and you know, if you if you have done well in it, why shouldn't you get an opportunity to go improve your team? You know, you did what you were supposed to do. You the reason that they're watching the league. You bringing the money to the league, so give us an opportunity to get one of these young stars. Because who's to say you won't lose your team next season? I'm sure the Mavericks, after they won the championship, they could have done with one of the picks. They end up losing a lot of their players, you know. But if they had got one of the picks. Maybe they, maybe they're still competing. So just because you won, don't mean that you don't need a pick, you know. So that's something that I think that needs to be brought up and it needs to be taken into consideration. I I can't wait to a lot more people from my generation, and, and I hope to eventually get. In that type of position. That's why I really started doing this because Skip's leaving first take. You know, it's going to eventually be a void for that. But we need to start letting people who think outside the box in these positions. It's just that same old go with the flow type people. And you don't really get to see the changes that need to be addressed. And, and these are changes that needs to be addressed. There's no reason in this day and age we should just be supporting losing. You know, you should give no one an incentive to lose. And, and then we'll have a... a It'll be a better quality of uh, of basketball all the way around, and it'll add more excitement to the game. You know, if you really you talking about big numbers for for watching the lottery, do that, and, and I guarantee you break records. You know, so NBA Adam Silver, whoever somebody connected to the league, I know a lot a lot of times you, you guys are come up on you know listening to something like this, but you know I'm trying to get in. You know, you know pay attention to what I'm saying, and and, and all the way around. I'm not one of them who gonna run away from. When I said this was going to happen and it don't, you know, I understand. I'm going to be right sometimes, be wrong sometimes, but I guarantee I'm going to be right more times than I'm wrong. You know, and I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. They're the words going to win last game when I come straight. Yeah, I said that. I said that. You feel me? Like, I'm not, I'm not them, man. It's time for a new era. I'm the last honest voice in sports, you know. Shout out to all the listeners once again, man. But let's get get into a little game, life game. I, I I've been seeing everybody talk about this. Uh, gun awareness month, and you know, you know, it's it's a big movement on the Democrat side to try to take away the guns, and I don't I don't agree with that because it's not it's like if I got a pen, right? Say I got a pen, and me and you talking, you know, say say we talking Cavs or Warriors or whatever, 
and you get real, you know, mad and you decide to swing on me, right? And I stab you with this pen and kill you with the pen. Are we going to start banning pens? You know, and say that became an epidemic. Every time somebody start, you know, people just start stabbing people with pens. It's not the pens that we need to ban. It's the, we need to start addressing decision making. You know, it's not just the, you know, people just want to quickly point, oh, it's mental health. It's not all that. A lot of times it's just decision making. We taught that, like, for example, I come up in an environment that, it's the OGs, it's the, I mean, this the problem. The older people are, are a lot of times the problem because, like, in my environment, for example, you could be, like, 120 pounds, right? And you could go fight somebody that's, like, 220 pounds, right? Now, from a logical standpoint, man, you know, just like Amir Khan just fought uh, Canelo. And even though he got knocked out, everybody's saluting him because he jumped up in weight to fight somebody that was way bigger than him. Most of our environments and TV and stuff like that, they just clown you. You know, you got, oh, you got your ass whooped and shit like that. But you were 120 pounds and you stepped out there and said, you should really be getting saluted because most people ain't going to even have heart to jump out there and do that. You know, so when you start clowning people, you know, or somebody will get jumped, right? You know, and they are, you know, it'd be, they'd be outnumbered and they'll fight everybody and get jumped and people be clowning them because saying they got that. Now, um, I would think you, you, you're going to lose, but, you know, salute the guy for, you know, going out there and fighting. You know, he had heart. That's what it's more about. You know, can you stand up in a time of, you know, but now we in that time where, you know, everything is where, you know, everything, everything a joke. You know, it's, it's society. You know, they want to complain about what happens when it happens, but, what happened to lead up to that? You know, who who created that environment to make people think that this is what they had to do? Because especially in inner city, a lot of times all you got is your reputation. That's it. That's your money, who you are. So, of course, they're going to kill about it because that's all they got. You know, so if, I, if it's get my rep fucked up where I got to kill you, damn. You know, that's why a lot of people made the decisions that they make. But I think it's... If you got some type of respect in your environment, man, you you know, you you or you know, you got younger siblings or you know, whatever, make sure you just put out there that, you know, decision making. You know, put out that it's about heart. Don't clown them for, you know, for just losing. You know, they stood out there, period. Even if somebody the same size, they went out there, they lost. It's respectable that they stand out there because we know a lot of people that won't even get out there. So you know, and most of the time, the people who clown and talking, them the ones who are scared. You know, they the ones who don't really want nothing, no smoke at all. So, you know, let's be more responsible on how we, you know, address certain issues because a lot of times, as society, we push people into doing certain things. Then we want to say this is the reason that is the reason that is the reason. Well, really, it's you click that world star video. It's, you commenting it. This you start slant. You know you you. You jumped in along when everybody else was picking, you know, just, you know what I mean? Don't, that ain't cool to me, man. I ain't never been with none of that, but, you know, bullying in any type of way. And I always salute, you know, heart, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, we all can win and lose. But if you show heart, you know, control, like I said, back to the same message, control what you can control and and, and block out, block out with, uh, you know, a lot of times you just got to block out block out what people saying. You know, what, what somebody else think about you ain't your business as long as you know who you are. You know, at the end of the day, that's what matters. If you know who you are, you confident, you know you're a stand-up person, 
at the at a certain point, you ain't gotta prove it to nobody. Even as young, we gotta start pushing these kids and younger people to to get out of that mindset, man. You know, if you done lived it, man, and you got younger, man, they don't have to do that because you done stood out there for that. So you know what you would do for them if they get in the situation. But everybody ain't gotta be built like that. You know, everybody don't. We we sit because we come up in these type of environments and. You know, we done got lost and stuff, but we becoming more aware now. So in the next 10, 15 years, the world should be less violent because the people in our generation should be passing down information. And that's the reason why I do what I'm doing right now, like, because it's just to pass a different type of mindset and try to do my part. And, it, you know, it's the small things that end up changing the world. A lot of times we think it got to be just some big, great act. A lot of times it's just just small things, just hearing the difference in opinion. So. Let's let's push a more positive vibe, a more positive movement. You know, just because you're in an environment, don't think you got to be a product of it. Reading a page a day, just just one page of a book. I ain't saying even read a chat a page a day, then you're taking one step uh, from your environment. You know, you're in that environment, but you're building a habit of what most don't do in the environment. And if you keep doing it, then eventually you'll be out of that environment. Because at the end of the day, we are where we are because of our habits. So. The average person reads one book a year. You reading a page a day. Eventually, it's go, that's probably add up to, you know, maybe you'll get you two books a year. You know, just two books a year put you above your the average person in the world. You know, so that's one habit that's gonna put you further out of your environment. Uh, vegan, vegetarian, eating healthier. Most people eat the unhealthiest in the poorest environments because, you know, stress. A lot of times, just stress leads us to that when we're. That's why you notice you'll see on TV when people have heartbreaks or whatever. What do, what do you see them eating? Ice cream, sweets, sweets. So when you when you're feeling a, a lack of love, shout out to brother polite. We we end up we end up going to sweets. When, when we're nervous, you bite your nails, crunchy sensation. You go to chips and stuff like that. You know, so if it, even if just knowing that you'll learn how to control it. You know, so you try to find something that's healthy to sweet. You try to find something healthy that's crunchy. Instead of going to get them corner store potatoes, you go get you some kale chips or something. Go get you an apple. You know, instead of going, remember, McDonald's sell apples. <laughs> Don't say, you know, I couldn't find McDonald's sell apples. You know, instead of getting that burrito with the meat and all that, just get you a bean burrito. You know, just start somewhere. You know, even though it's still heavy in the cat, all that, but you start somewhere. You know, maybe you eat you a grilled cheese when you home. Like, it's small things that you can do that's going to put you to that next point. But, you know, shout out everything going on in the sports world. Shout out everything going on in the world. Shout out all the listeners. Uh, Banco's Claire Music is coming soon. Kickbacks. May Our Vibe is out. Um, go check that. Check out my Undefeated at Home. All the music on the page. Uh, DJ Cool Runners. Bringing back the chop. Uh, let's see, anything I'm missing? I really want to shout out. It's I found some dope Toronto artists. I think his name Keith, 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 something, something like that. I can't remember, but he definitely got that sound where I could definitely, definitely see next. I'm trying to really do some. I'm trying to find some dope artists around the world, dope producers around the world, create different sounds. That's collab. You know, if you ain't too Hollywood, and you wanna, you know, let's work. You know, I'm not saying that. You might say something, I might not like it. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean it ain't good. It just means, because I understand everything is a process. You just keep working at it, and eventually 
it's going to be nice. It was times that my stuff wasn't nice, and I just kept doing it and got better, better, and better. So, you know, I'm really looking to work. Uh, if you enjoy some of the music, you know, go check it out. Let me know what you think. You might know an artist that's, that's nice. You know, you listening, you know an artist is nice. Put them onto the page, see if they want to do something. You might know a producer that's nice, and you want to hear the color. You know, make it happen, middleman it. You know, let, let's just put all the creatives together and come together. And Because at the end of the day, we all trying to come up. So let's help each other while we're down, get in this industry, and, you know, take take it over in a different way, you know, in an unconventional way. I'm all about new ways of doing things and all about the message. I'm really into message music right now. You know, I've you know, play, played around in all different types of lanes. I really don't have a lane, you know. So if you might hear one type of song, don't think that's just my sound. Go listen to the whole full body work and you're going to see one minute talking conscious, one minute it could be street, one minute it can be a love song, one minute, you know, it because I've been in all, like I said, I've been through a lot, you know, I've been through a lot, I lived a lot, so it's all coming from a real place. It's just different uh, ways and different sounds I choose to express it at different points of times, but I'm definitely looking to collab with artists out there on SoundCloud, so if you're looking for the same, uh, definitely get at me. Um, you can email you can hit up on SoundCloud or email me at harryj316 at yahoo.com. Um, make sure you check out the Geek Chronicles. Show them love. A comment, like. You know, we de like I said, the feedback is the most important thing for artists. And, you know, spread peace, positivity, and love. And, you know, that's pretty much it. I'm out. And shout out Golden State. You know, it's still Warrior Nation. I ain't jumping shit, you know. So sweet to me, I shouldn't fuck with these hoes.